You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Tech Fan Podcast 286. Um, we're going to jump right into it. David, hey, how you yeah. doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? So, so we're waiting for um, Larry O'Connor, uh, CEO of uh, Otherworld Computing. Uh, said he was going to come on today. I think that, you know, uh, he, they're an hour behind me, David. And sometimes when you're an hour behind and you hear 11 o'clock, you think 11 o'clock your time. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking yeah. that might be the issue. So we're just kind of uh, going to go ahead and start this episode. Hopefully we get Larry on. Uh, if not, yeah. we'll get him on at a later date and talk about the OWC deck because I really do want to hear about it. And I want to get his opinion on a few other things. But in the meantime, for the last half hour, David and I have been playing with Skype. Well, playing is uh, a polite way of saying it. We've been battling with Skype. This software has been used by podcasters for, well, many years. Well, you know, the, whole time, the whole time I've been podcasting, which is, is shorter than you, and I started with you in 2005, 2006, so a decade or more. Yes. And the nice thing about Skype from a very early time was that you could have group audio and video chats. So you can have multiple people at the same time talking, which for podcasters was a godsend. And we've yeah. used it on this show just recently. The last time you and and I and Owen were on the show at the same time. Well, it looks like Microsoft, who now owns Skype, has completely destroyed that capability. And They've, it's yeah, not it, just on my end. It's also on David's end. We can't start a call between each other and then add someone. Or if if that capability is still there, we can't figure out how to do it. And we're kind <laughs> of experts at this tech stuff. I mean, yeah. now, it used to be really easy. There was a plus button. You press the plus button. You picked up the person, the the call you wanted to to the person you wanted to add, and you called them, and they got joined straight. And it was it was so intuitive. You never even thought about it. But now, it's completely grayed out. You can't even select add a person. So we figured out, okay, so you have to start a conversation with multiple people first. We think. We think, because I do that, and it doesn't work. I call. Now, I know Larry's not online, but I add him to the call, and I add David to the call. Yep. And I can't, it, it doesn't do anything. It just hangs up immediately. Like, mm. oh, they're not online. In fact, right yeah. now, I'm talking to you on Skype, right? Yep. So. Skype says you're not online. <laughs> yeah, and and mine's been doing that for my calls to you for the last six weeks or so. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. never seen you actually listed as online. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I've this is over a year. Down to, yeah, I've always put that down to a networking issue or a often I'm, I'm calling you from home and we know my network connection is not very good. Today I'm actually in our office and I'm using a plain vanilla, vanilla Wi-Fi connection. There's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't be able to see my status. Yeah. Uh, and yet you can't, and I can't see yours. I can't see you. You can't see it. it Microsoft is completely destroying what was essential software. It was a it was a must download if you're on an Android, a Windows, iOS, Mac, Linux. Skype was something that everybody downloaded, and Microsoft yeah. has taken, which was admittedly never great software to begin with. 
but they've taken software that worked, that was functional, and they've completely destroyed it at this point. The problem is, and this is a real Microsoft problem, this is something I see in my job all the time. If anybody who uses Windows 10 nowadays or uses Office 365 will be familiar with this, is Microsoft has gone from a very conservative, let's change very little, uh, and when we do change things, we roll it out in a big update into a let's fiddle with it all the time mentality. Office 365 is subscription software, and that means that you basically every week you get a pile of updates from Microsoft for uh, the whole of the Office suite. Windows 10 is the same. It's always updating itself in the background. Every now and again, you get a big update, but other times you get a little update. And at the same time, they're doing this with Skype, and Skype, they're just stuffing loads of new features into it. What they've done recently is they've taken the Skype for Business platform, which used to be called Link, and they've basically migrated the Skype, um, the, the, the regular Skype consumer platform into Skype for Business uh, on Office 365. And that's been a major under-the-hood architectural change. And in the meantime, they've been using that to add features. You can now use the Skype for Business client to call regular Skype people and vice versa. And they now have a web client. I've got, I've actually got, um, we were wondering whether this was actually a software issue on Mac here. So I've got, um, a Chromebook sat next to me that I've also got logged into Skype, uh, that's running Skype for web. And looking at that, I can see that I can't see your status on the web either. It just shows a, a question mark. Um, so the changes they've made to the back end, the changes they're making to the client all the time. Oh, and by the way, you and I both updated our Skype client at the beginning of this call thinking it might be that. Mine's meant to be updating itself in the background. It hadn't done. <laughs> yeah, I've put, I've put it in now. I can see that I can add a bot into Skype now. I have no idea what a bot is and why I would want one. It looks like some sort of commercial thing. I'm seeing bots from you know here and um, Mean Cat. So this is some sort of advertising they're shoehorned into Skype here. Um, and so they're adding this stuff that, frankly, people don't want. In the meantime, they're breaking the functionality we've all relied on for an awful long time. And it, and it's this kind of constant fiddle-change mentality. And they break something and they go, oh, well, it's all right, we'll fix it in the next update. In the meantime, you don't know. You can't use it. You and I were speculating at the beginning of this that maybe they, they'd moved group callings to a premium feature you had to pay for. But we don't know because it doesn't tell us. Um, apparently there is a Skype premium service, but looking at this client here, you wouldn't even know about it because it, it's not built to the client. It's not advertising. It's not telling you you have to do it. Who the hell knows what's going wrong at this point? It's either a bug or it's a feature or it's bad design. But here we are as users want to try and get something done and we can't do it. And who wants to be dealing with that? I, you know, I'm so frustrated right now. It's uh, It's beyond belief how bad it is. And so I decided, you know what we're going to do? Yeah. We're going to switch. Is we're going to try some other things. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? What about uh, G+, Google stuff? I know Hangouts. you can do it there. Hangouts. Yeah, Google is that what Hangouts. It is? Yeah. Um, I, use ha I, I, have, I have a client who uses Hangouts for business all the time. Um, you, you prepare yourself for the same sort of experience you're getting here. Well, I, I, I can't even figure out how to start one. I'm, I'm on Google Plus right now. Mm -hmm. 
No, you have to go to hangouts.google.com because they moved it away from Google+. That's one of the problems is having shoehorned everything into Google+, because they're trying to promote that, they realized that wasn't working, so they've broken it all out again. Okay. So you have to go to hangouts.google.com. Is it the same thing? I don't think it is now. No, it looks Try like phone hang- call, and it's actual phone calls. Right, so that's uh, PSTN call. So video call, I just okay. launched that. Yeah, allow it. But I um, send invite as. So if I type you in, David Cohen, it should you should see me and then be able to join that, right? Well, uh, depending on on what our Google settings are. All right, I see you. you see me, right? Okay. So I'm gonna click invite. Oh, good lord. That has actually uh, popped up on my client. Alright, so I'll hang up here on Skype and I'll get you there. Okay. Okay. So David is uh, coming in on Skype, I think. It's still kind of doing his little thing. Nothing's happening. Boy, isn't this exciting. Are you there, David? It looks like it's connecting and I see the top of his bald head now. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? Well, you're coming through the laptop speaker, which is not what I want. And I hear you through your laptop microphone. So let's see. Um, Settings, microphone. I'm going to go to mobile pre. And that looks good. So you should be able to hear me a lot better. Of course, he's frozen now. So, yeah. Yeah. This is fantastic. This is great. Oh, I saw him blink. I think he's back. Can you hear me? Nope, he dropped off. Yeah, David has left the call. So, oh, he looks like he's coming back in. I, I can't tell. This is uh, compelling, isn't it? While he's coming back on there, let me see if I can call Larry on Skype. And Larry's not there on Skype. Can you hear me, David? Can you hear me? I'm pointing at my ears. I can't hear you. No, I don't hear him at all. I don't hear you. So this is just, this is compelling, isn't it? Trying something. uh, And I know the uh, audience is going to hear it, but there was about a five minute little nothing there where I didn't even know where we left off. So we were on Skype. We jumped over to Google Hangouts. Yep. And mine freaked out. I couldn't hear David. David couldn't hear me. I switched my input so he was hearing me on my good mic instead of the built-in one. He did the same thing, and then it all went to crap. So to fix it from my end, I ended up shutting my Mac down, and I'm now on the Chromebook. And... uh, the audio quality sounds about the same, except I, it, I detect a little bit of a staticky something when you actually talk. That could be the Chromebook. I don't know. Because it's considerably weedier than it's, the... Um, I can't wait for like the future, like the the mid-2000s when we have like really powerful computers and simple software that you can have multiple people talking on. That'll be awesome. This is the ridiculous thing about this is this has been a solved problem for a long time. But 
uh, as as we were complaining about. People have messed with it. People have taken the best solution, which was Skype. It's the oldest solution. It's the most effective solution. Skype has the best codex, which means that the auto quality is often better. And, and it's been messed with. Google Hangouts, you'll find, is sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And when it doesn't, it's awful. Um, and sometimes you'll try and establish a call and it just won't work. And you don't know why. Well, it's working right now, but it wasn't a minute ago. Yeah, and and the, again, the problem with with Hangouts, uh, I suppose it's the same problem with Skype. It's just that more people have Skype accounts. Is that you? The person has to be registered with Google for it to work. Well, yeah, but that's I mean, that's any service that you're going to use. I mean, you have to register so. an account before you can use it. I I just uh, I don't actually, understand actually, why this is so complex and. It, it, it yeah. just broken uh, from every angle. Google, obviously, yeah. it's it's a broken system. Skype, they made, if possible, worse. And you know, it, <laughs> I, I I don't get it. Maybe maybe we try FaceTime audio because you can have multiple people on there, can't you? Yeah, but the problem then is everybody has to be using Apple. Well, um, the people that I want to talk and, to are so. Yeah, but there will be times when when people who, who we want to talk to are not and then we'll have an issue yeah well how do you know what do you use you use on the mac you use uh messages right uh, on the mac i use messages yeah uh, but the thing is with messages is that you can contact people's phones who aren't on message because it will switch over to sms yes but i mean for oh no that facetime has its own app doesn't it yeah i forgot about that you know we ought to try that too I mean, we're here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll have to have turn it. the Mac back on for that, but uh, we oh. can try that. Well, I just uh, launched it, so we'll. Well, okay. I'm, I'm not even know. signed in. Hold on. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure FaceTime's not going to work on the Chromebook. <laughs> I'm signing into my Facebook account or my FaceTime account on my Mac. And I'm just, I just want to kind of go in and see what the uh, preferences are, see if I can actually... Um, yeah, I, I don't see that it's going to make any... Well, yeah, I don't see where I could change the microphone. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Audio... Mm. Uh, I, yeah, you go into preferences. Well, oh wait, there it is. But that's it's, yeah. So you got to go into video, and then select yeah. mobile pre USB. Stupid. So, yeah. All right, you want to give that a shot? Sure. But I wonder if yeah. Let's give that a shot. I'll, I'll pause the recording. Okay. So now we've jumped over to uh, FaceTime audio. FaceTime. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. FaceTime, yeah. The audio sounds good. Yeah, for now. I, I I don't see how I can add another person, though. Uh, no, I, I know how to do it on iOS. Yeah. That's what you can do. So you can hold the call and then call somebody else and then join and them. And then together. join them. Right. How do you but, do that on the Mac? And I've done that before, but I can't see how to do it on here. Well, it's because I only got the little... I wonder if I could... Okay. Uh, hold on. Yeah, so I'm getting another call now on For my me. iPhone. 
from you. I ended that one. Wow. Yeah. Well. So I think I think if you did that, then it would allow you to join them together. Yeah. How did you do that on the Mac? I just clicked the video button. Right. And it called you. Oh yeah, but th- that's the problem with that. Is right. that Yeah. Now I've just done the same thing. Right. Just, just ignore that. But the problem is that's a video call. It's not another audio call. Right. It's, it's not adding video to what we're already doing. It starts a new video call. Yeah. So I wonder if I accepted that, would it hang up on your audio call? I don't. I I don't know. Let me try. I'm gonna call you. Okay. And I'm gonna click end and accept. Um. Now we're on FaceTime audio or video. Video. But I still don't see how to add somebody else. No. Oh, I just minimized you. I didn't. I didn't that. mean to minimize you, David. I swear. <laughs> Wow, this is just unbelievable. It's it really is. So, I, I I don't know how instant on sound effects. What's that? I don't know. Hmm. I, this is a joke. Yeah, we, we've spent seventeen minutes on the show complaining and trying three different solutions, and all of them are terrible. Yeah. So I, uh, the, but this is one of the problems with FaceTime is it's clearly it's better on iOS than it is on the Mac because on iOS we could do this but then you can't record it. Mm, I could. Well, uh, yeah, but it's it's not ideal, is it? I the, well, have... the, what I would have to do is route. I'd take my my. Hmm, let me think. I would have to take my Y audio plug. Uh, and obviously, you couldn't do this with an iPhone Seven because you guess what. There's no audio output. There's no headphone jack. Yes, um, there is. It comes in the box. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, okay, so I'd go audio out, one to a headphone, so I could hear you, and then route that in to the Mac. How do I route it in? I'd have to. I'd have to get a converter to go to a larger audio plug into my mobile pre USB in the second input, which should pick that audio up on track two in GarageBand. That should work. But yeah. I don't know how good the audio would be at that point. Yeah. Now, let me just point something out. Um, you may recall that the way you used to do this on the Mac was a program called iChat. Yeah. And if you recall, iChat did multiple calls, no problem whatsoever. Does it still work that way? I, I, well, I, it doesn't. It, it doesn't exist now, does it? I well, well, there's messages. Yeah, it, it doesn't do the calling. They've moved everything to Facebook. No, it still does. Facebook. It's still there. But I don't show any. I don't have any buddy or anything on there. No, but iChat I used to have an audio and video interface. And so does that so does messages. It's still there. Right. I could see it. If no, I don't know. You know what? I don't care. Let's let's move on to something else. Yeah. Let, let let's let's revisit <laughs> last week's show a little bit. Uh, okay. We got uh, feedback from a listener named Joe, and uh, I don't know if Joe's sent us feedback before. Uh, I didn't recognize it. I didn't either. Uh, do you got it in front of you? I'm looking now. 
I'm happy to read it if necessary. Yeah. No, no, I have it. I have it here. Joe Herzl. He says, no, you are not a neo-Luddite. Your comment about LEDs around the trackpad reminded me of, Lat- of Apple's latest Mare, the touch bar. For years, we are trained to not look down at the keys, and now we are supposed to look down at dynamically changing keys. QWERTY plus question marks. Call me crazy, call me the neo-Luddite, and maybe it's just because I don't have one, but why? Also, wonder if your mini display from HDMI switcher issues are sync HDCP related coming from your PC. Wonder if you'd need a handshake faker in the mix, like a UHD splitter that will fake it. Good stuff. Enjoy the show. Be well, Joe. Thanks for getting in touch, Joe. Yeah, really do appreciate it. And, of course, we do welcome anybody to send us uh, messages we can talk about here on the show. It's simple to do. Simply send an email to the show at techfanpodcast.com. David, here's the thing. I did talk about running video from two different sources into my DisplayPort switcher, and then from that going to my big 27-inch screen. Now, the Mac is no problem. I have a cable that goes from mini DisplayPort to regular DisplayPort going into uh, switch number one. Let's just call it that, or plug number one, if you will. And if I'm on that, the iMac screen stays on and it becomes a secondary monitor and the 27 inch then is my main screen for the iMac and my keyboard and my mouse are now controlling my Mac. Mm -hmm. If I select input number two, that is my PC. Now what I was doing that was not working was going, I had a cable that was HDMI out from the PC because it only has VGA and HDMI out to the switcher and that cable converted the HDMI to DisplayPort. Mm-hmm. And if I switched over, it would not feed that video signal through, even though the switcher did send the keyboard and the mouse over to the PC. The only way I can get it to work was to bypass the switcher as far as the video signal goes and run HDMI out of the computer to the HDMI input on the monitor. So when I switched over to the PC on the switcher, my screen would go blank. Mm -hmm. Then I would have to select HDMI input on the monitor itself, which is like four button pushes. And it's of course on screen. There's no like the buttons are underneath the monitor. You can't even you can't even see it, right? right? And then switch over to HDMI, and then it would work. Kind of a pain in the butt. So why didn't it work the other way? Well, I I have an answer now, David. Are you surprised that I've got an answer? I'm not surprised. I am. There <laughs> is no, and I repeat, there is no. Uh, display port switcher that will convert an HDMI output from a computer convert it to display port it none of them do that there's something to do with the way HDMI handles audio and video that confuses every single display port KVM switch out there none of them work doing it none of them So the only way I can get this to work would be to literally put a PCI 
DisplayPort card in the PC and run the video from there to the Switcher. Because you can't do it with the Switcher going HDMI out of the computer into it and then thinking it's going to convert it to, you know, the other way. Oh, look, I got paused by David. I'm I'm on pause. There he is. He's back. I'm just I just had some audio dropouts, so I was trying to figure out how to drop the video, but there's no way of doing that either. No, it's either an audio call or it's a video call. Yeah, but there's no way of switching. Once it goes to video, there's no way of switching back. Nope. Stupid. Um. So that that's that's why it's not working for me, David. You you yep. can't do it. HDMI is you see the stupid thing about it is is it's digital signals it should work but the reason it doesn't is because of all the copy protection rubbish they put in there yep and the encryption and the copy protection the DRM and all and there is actually which, different levels of HDMI of course so why make it simple why well, that would make too much sense yeah. who would do that <laughs> I. I I don't know. I, I I understand this episode is starting to become the let's complain about everything, but this is simple stuff, David. This is these are solutions that should have been solved a long time ago, and it's the tech companies who are stepping on their own feet that's making it more complex. I, I, where are the companies that are actually solving problems instead of just selling us a new freaking widget? So yeah, it's I, I don't I don't need another widget. Yeah. I need I need solutions to real world problems, which is one of the reasons that I was kind of looking forward to talking to Larry on this episode. And I I hope that our wires just got crossed. He's going to come on, actually around now, and uh, of course I'm not going to be able to have you on the show at the same time because I can't do a video chat or a, a group audio chat, David. Yep. So. We need solutions to real-world problems. Yeah, and the most problem is, is companies want to make make it difficult because that they hope then you'll stick with them rather than go into the competition. Well, you know, what do you hear all the time when, you know, Comcast or somebody withdraws a service or increases the price and everything like that? They go, we want to improve the customer the customer experience, and therefore it's like. Well, Whenever you hear people say that, you know, we Microsoft would say we changed Skype because we wanted to improve the customer experience. It says, "Why do you? How do you think improving the customer experience involves changing something that works and making it either not work or less easy to use?" It's an oxymoron, yep. and of course it is because when they say that, they are lying through their teeth. Yep. They are they are saying. We made a change for our business reasons, and we don't want to tell you what that is, so we are going to say that we are improving your customer experience. Very frustrating. Yeah. I know I'm looking on the Skype help page, and according to the Skype help page, the group calling should work the way it always has works, where you just hit the plus and add somebody else to call. But it doesn't. So either Skype has some technical problems, or there's something else that we're missing here. All all the help pages are out of date. (laughs) Or, you know, yeah. their software just sucks now because Microsoft yeah. doesn't n- know how to leave well enough alone. It says here, make a group call, select the new icon plus to add participants, then select the call or video button, select the group avatar to create a name for your group or to add a group picture. Yes, but that's not explaining how I'm already chatting with you and I want to add someone to that conversation. Yeah. 
that's how it used to work. It doesn't work that yeah. way anymore. It's completely grayed out. It doesn't work at all. Uh, maybe you have to... It's possible you have to add all the participants before you start. I tried that. I tried adding you and Larry and calling and knowing that Larry's not going to be able to pick up because he's not online. Yeah. But at least you would see the and, and answer. And then when Larry does come on, I could just add him to that call because it's a group chat. Except yeah. it didn't see that you were even available and it just immediately hung up. Like, nope, can't do this. I'm sure it's my I'm sure it's my computer. It, it has to be my computer. It couldn't possibly be the mighty Microsoft screwing up once again, going back to their true colors of not really selling solutions, but just draining every penny out of a customer and well, giving them yeah. less. I'm, yeah, unfortunately, that's it. The reason that they bought Skype is to get the technology because they wanted to add it into their business platform. And that is their focus, you know, and and hold up our hands. To be fair, we've been using this for 10, 12 years, whatever it is. Uh, we don't pay any money for it. I do. I have paid money for it. Well, I've yeah. added the credits in and they've expired. So that money was just flushed down the toilet, Yeah, which was and fine was, because I, that's okay, fine. I just assumed that was my entrance fee to use Skype. They're getting some money yeah. from me. But, you know, not only that, I, we'd happily pay the money now if, to make it work properly. But they're not even telling us whether we can do that. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll see if Larry's available. Um, if he is, Dave, I probably won't be talking to you, but we'll see what's going on, and uh, we'll be right back. Now, see, what I'll do is I'll, I'll throw in some of that stuff that we've been saying after that into the commercial itself. Right, okay. Okay. So... And and but what will we do when it's no longer like autumn or fall of 2016? Do it. We'll do a different one. It's 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 December 2016, and the still bloody podcast until it's not. Make them always busy. Make us shut up. Kill him. Kill him with fire. back here on probably the worst tech fan that we've ever done david (laughs) (laughs) i'm kind of serious about that i mean i i usually listen to the shows back sometimes within a week sometimes a couple weeks later i'll listen to them back and uh because honestly i forget what we talk about sometimes so i will listen to it back before we do the next show okay yeah i gotta bring that back up but uh i i think this one's going to be a it's either going to be super comical and people are just going to be laughing at us, or it's just going to be really it's going to bad. be awful. It's if you guys have made it this far and, and just didn't swipe and delete immediately, thank you. We apologize for the beginning of the show. It was that's just we we can't do that again. Well, sometimes you just sometimes you go with the flow because sometimes other things work really well and it is interesting. Um, probably not this. <laughs> <laughs> I think not. So, let's talk about some tech. Hey, I've I've got tech. a I've got a cool piece of tech right here in my hand, David. What is that? A pen? No, it is. Well, the, the stupid packaging. They actually put the product right over the name. How stupid is that? It's a phone rest. <laughs> uh huh. When I'm at work, I'm on the phone all the time. How do you How do you hold the phone? 
because all the phone office phones now are like skinny, right? So how do you hold that phone against your head to talk without putting the stupid headset on and type yeah. at the same time? You can't do it. So I got this. It's got a little piece of tape on it. It's rubber. You stick it to your phone, and then it kind of helps you hold the phone up. It was $7 on Amazon. That's uh, that's a price I like. All right, seven bucks. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it just, do you, do you look kind of dorky when you've got it on? Oh yeah, but I've already exposed them to my dorkiness. There, there, there's no surprise. I okay. I brought in my my uh, wired headset that looks like an old fashioned telephone. Mm-hmm. And for those in the U.S., it's like the old Bell telephones. Yeah. And. And you plug it into your iPhones, well, you know, pre-iPhone 7, uh, headphone jack, and it acts like, you know, a headphone. It's it's a microphone and a headphone, and you could talk on it. And I put the phone in my pocket, and the corded phone, or the corded cord uh, goes into my pocket where the phone's plugged in. I walk around talking on that. It cracks people up. <laughs> They're like, yeah. is that real? And I'm like, yeah, here. Oh, what's your phone number? And I call them, and I'm, can you hear me now? They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone's like, I kind of want that, though. Yeah. You know, it has that kind of um, retro vibe that people like nowadays. Um, so I've also got a headset for my phone. Yeah, what'd you get? I got the AirPods. Ooh, why? So why? Well, you know what? I was I was in two minds whether I was going to buy them because they're hell expensive. And uh, because of the joys of Brexit and that sort of thing now, everything in Britain, uh, particularly Apple stuff, has become even more expensive than it was. So it's a good time to buy these headphones. (laughs) (laughs) So let me tell you the story. I'm building up to it. So I wasn't going to buy them. And then my two brothers uh, said, what do you want for for your holiday gift? And I was really stuck for something to say. So I just said, oh, well, you can get me some vouchers or something. I couldn't really think of anything. Oh, you know, we're both at that age now when we, you know, if it's something we really want. We normally save up and buy it or we go yeah. out and buy it. Yeah. You know, we don't really ask people to buy it for us that often. No. So uh, I said, oh, get me some vouchers anyway. Um, they both sent me uh, Apple Store vouchers. So those they are know iTunes you so vouchers. Well. Yeah, they are Apple Store vouchers, and I think I think this is my uh, youngest brother who who is as big an Apple fan as I am. Richard, my middle brother, is probably not not as um, he he likes the Apple stuff, but he's not that interested. But Jeremy particularly is. Um, so they must have consulted and suggested maybe they give me the money towards uh, Apple Store vouchers, and I could get the get the AirPods. So anyway, I had um, probably two thirds of the cost of the AirPods covered anyway. And there wasn't really anything else I could spend that on. I'm not looking for a new laptop right now. I'm, I've got iPhones. I've got, you know, the really is the only thing I could spend it on. And you can't take them anywhere else or use them anywhere else. Obviously, they're specific to Apple. The problem I had, of course, is you can't get the AirPods <laughs> because they're never in stock. Uh, and I actually found a website. I'll have to send you a link to this because um, – this was pretty cool. There's, there is a website where effectively every 30 seconds they poll Apple's servers and they tell you whether the AirPods are in stock or not. Um, and the advantage of that is that um, as they come into the stores, you can then go online to the Apple website and order them for pickup from the store. And if the store has stock, you'll be able to get them. So that's kind of what I did. I had a, a window running on my laptop at work. 
uh, kind of for a day last week, and uh, I was in London, and they popped up to say that um, the big Regent Street store had had some stock in. I'd seen what had happened. And basically, what happens is they come in stock, and for about twenty minutes they're in stock, and then they're all gone again. And that's like that every couple of days. So uh, I snagged the pair, and then went and picked them up on my way um, way back to the station that evening before I came back up to Manchester. So, so I you, have them. So what do you think of them? Well. They're one of these things. Apple pulls this off every now and again. They're one of those things where you come into it thinking, well, they might have some limitations and they're quite expensive and um, they're probably not much better than uh, a competing lower cost product. And then you use them and you fall in love. And that's what the AirPods are like. Really? You like them that much, huh? They are so much better for a variety of reasons than any other pair of Bluetooth headphones I've ever had. Oh. And I've had a few. But these really are. And, and it does come down to the little things. So they come in this little tic-tac-sized case. Looks like dental that, floss. Yeah, exactly. And that has a battery in it and a lightning port on the bottom. And to pair them, you just wave that box over your iPhone and immediately it just goes, oh, I see you've got AirPods, and it pairs them straight away. No buttons, no go into the bluetooth settings menu nothing like that you get a big display come up on the iphone and uh, it pairs them straight away and then through the magic of icloud they are then paired to every apple device you own automatically which is for a start and then you when that happens you kind of think okay so i want to have a fairly good experience here um the the tactile feel of them and uh, particularly the case is exquisite it feels just right the mat the strength of the magnets that close the lid and um take the uh the airpods into the case into the little recessed channel to charge them feels just right and then you pull them out and you put them in your ear there is no turning them on there is no connecting you put them in your ear and as soon as they hit your ear you hear a little tone and then all of a sudden your iphone is playing through one headphone or two. It switches automatically depending on what you do. So you can pull one out, the music pauses. If you then put that down the table and pick up the other one and put that in, so you've only got one in, then the music resumes on the other one. And if you put then pick, pick the second one up and put it back in your ear so you have both in your ear, then it just automatically comes out to both. Wow. Um, and when that, the first time that happens, you, then you start to realise these are really a bit of a cut above everything else because uh, you'll probably have read this on several of the websites because they don't have a wire hanging down from them it does change the way they go in your ear and it means that even though everyone's been concerned about them falling out they actually feel pretty good certainly to my ears they don't feel like they're going to fall out and i did the whole you know wayne's world headbang thing once i had them in to see if they were going to go flying off anywhere and they just stay put so certainly for my ears they seem to be okay they don't fit as snugly as i'm used to because i'm used to having things with rubber on that go right deep into my ear canal and they don't do that um so if that's kind of what you're looking for to be sealed out from the environment then they don't do that um but in, in some respects that's actually quite good because it does mean you've got a bit more situational awareness when you're wandering around with these things in. yeah always a good thing yeah, yeah. the battery life is great um, you get about two hours on each one if you're using it for calls. I've done a couple of long conference calls with them now uh, and found that. Now, that can be a little bit – depend on for business calls, that can sometimes be a little bit short. Um, but 
if you do pull one out and just drop it in the case and leave it there for about five ten minutes then it charges it up to about 50 percent. so um you can kind of swap one and one or the other back in if you're going to be doing that um for music listening the battery life is more than adequate it's about i've had about four or five hours on on them uh, and again you put them in the case and it charges them very quickly uh the case comes up has a green light between them it comes up red or orange when it thinks it's only it has it can't re- do a full recharge then and that's when you know you need to recharge the case by uh, plugging it to a lining cable um anytime you want to check the battery life you just flip open the case and hold it over your iphone and a little pop-up shows you the the life in both the case and the headphones themselves left and right um they are phenomenally well engineered as you might expect for the money well um, they sound they, i don't know about expect but hope yeah they sound pretty good to me to my ears Perhaps a little bit quiet, though. Again, as I as I say, I'm used to having kind of rubber seals in my ears, which obviously mass- massively amps up the volume. Um, I had a, I've had a couple of times when I'm on a, a loud underground train in London. Some of these those trains, I mean, the, the tube network was built over the from the 1850s onwards, so some of those deep tunnel trains are quite loud. Um, and uh, if people have the windows open for ventilation, you can get quite a noise on the outside. I've sometimes found that uh, if I'm listening to spoken word, that it can be difficult to make um, something out if, if we're in the loudest parts of the tunnel. But but for music, it's actually fine. It's just following spoken word. Um, and uh, the microphones in them are excellent as well. I've been using them, talking to people. And normally when I'm on a, any sort of Bluetooth headset and I make a call, uh, people say to me, I'll say, oh, are you walking? Are you out? Are you in the car or something like that? Nobody has said that to me since I've made a call with these. Wow. So it seems to me that the call quality uh, for an outgoing call is better than anything I've had before. We should, I'd, you should call me later. Yeah. So I can yeah, hear I the quality because yeah. I can <laughs> – I don't know if it's because it's international, but anytime we're talking actually on the phone, a phone call, yeah. uh, it's never the best quality. It always sounds yeah. kind of crappy to be honest. So I'm kind of curious to see what it sounds like, if it makes any kind of difference. Yeah. So all in all, I'm I'm really very pleased with them. And, and the, the other thing, and the reason I can tell that I, that I really do like them is basically I've stopped using anything else for listening to my phone. Um, I have some Bose noise-canceling headphones that I use on the train sometimes, and I found that I'm reluctant to get those out and use that on my phone or on my iPad now because I can use these. And they're just much – it's the, that convenience factor of, you know, with, with my – with the regular Bluetooth headphones, you have to put them in your ears and then you have to hold down a button to turn them on and then you have to check they've paired and you have to do that every time you use them. With these, you just pull them out and put them in your ear and they're working. Hmm. Um, so, you know, that all of that convenience factor, it's all these little tiny things that kind of improve the overall experience and really make you appreciate them a lot more. And because you appreciate them a lot more, you use them a lot more. So um, that's kind of really what any sort of product should be about, is it should encourage you to use it, and these kind of do. So as expensive as they are, and as, you know, some people are going to – I know not everyone's ears are the same. Some people are not going to like the feel of them in their ears because they just don't like that style of the Apple headphones. But um, if, you, if you can get past those two things, you'll be really pleased with them because they really are quite good. So before we wrap this episode up, we do want to thank our sponsor. It's uh, OWC. It's MaxSales.com. Uh, obviously, we were hoping to get Larry on this episode, and uh, that kind of would have been uh, a whole lot of <laughs> commercial for OWC, even though yeah. that's not really what we were having him on for. Uh, we'll try to get him back on soon. Um, the, the, the OWC deck isn't for sale yet, so 
as cool as that product is, I, I really want to get Larry on to talk about it more before I really start pushing it here on TechFan. Um, yeah. That being said, however, a lot of the people that listen to this show, David, are, do play video games. And we've complained numerous times that a lot of the games that you get now are download. And yeah. they take a lot of space on your hard drive. Or you put the disc in and you can actually install that game on your hard drive. Thus, it will launch faster. It's just it's a better gaming experience than reading huge files off a spinning disc. Well, OWC yeah. actually does sell, MacSales.com does sell a 2 terabyte drive upgrade for the PS4. So if you're downloading a lot of content, from the online Sony store onto your PS4 and you're running out of space for 129.75 you can get this upgrade and it's going to give you 2 terabytes more storage not you don't replace what's in your PS4 this gives you an additional 2 terabytes or oh, okay so you know Cole for instance uh, lately on my PS4 has been playing Star Wars Battlefront He's getting mm-hmm. quite good at it, to be honest. And that's it's an amazing game. It really is. I mean, it it feels like Star Wars. And now most of it's just run and gun and shoot. And But he loves it. He's having a great time. Yeah. Well, I downloaded that game, and it's, it's a huge file. And because he plays it all the time, I want to keep that on the hard drive. And there's a couple other games that I've actually installed. GTA V, which I already had on the PS... or on the um, 360, but... I wanted to see how much better the graphics were on the PS4. It is. It's better, but... Meh. You know? It's like, well, that was probably... I think it was... I got on sale for like nineteen ninety nine. the download for it. Yeah. Um, I, I probably could have saved my money. Uh, but, you know, I'm a sucker sometimes for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I keep downloading this stuff because I'm a PS Plus subscriber. I run out yeah. of room. I literally I run out of room on the hard drive. I've got to go back in and start deleting stuff. Now I can re-download it if I want to play it later, but when you want to play a game, you want to play it now. You don't want to play it well, forty minutes from now when this you know whatever three gigabyte file gets done downloading. Uh with this upgrade from OWC for hundred and thirty bucks, I don't have to worry about it. I can just put the content on that. And it doesn't even have to be plugged I'm, I'm- in. I mean, I can plug it yeah. in when I want to access those games. That's right, and and also as well, they they um they also do a, a kit where you can upgrade the internal drives to the big one, and then take your existing one and um have that as an external. So you you, you don't have to worry about losing any of your you know hard fought game data or anything like that. Yep. Um, and then you can put the bigger drive inside the PS4. And it'll be even faster. Do. Yep. And it'll be even faster, and and you, then you still got access to your old drive in an external carrier. And they give you, you know, typical OWC. They give you all the tools you need, the USB transfer thing, the right screwdriver, and the caddy, and everything you need to to, to make this work. So, so. we want to thank MacSales.com uh, for sponsoring this episode of TechFan. Encourage our listeners to go there for all your computer upgrade needs, uh, unless you need like Windows 10, and then you're not going to get it there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, because what? I'm just they, gonna they, I'm they, just gonna search Windows 10 now and see what. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? You you are completely wrong. They sell Microsoft Windows 10. Wow! <laughs> Hush my mouth! Hush my mouth! Yeah. OEM DVDs of pretty much every version of Windows 10, or even on a flash drive if you want. <laughs> Ooh, that would probably be more helpful. Yeah, 
It, well, you heard the last episode where I had all those problems upgrading my PC to Windows 10. Yeah. It's funny. I would click upgrade and it would it would do a whole bunch of stuff and then it would just sit there and nothing would ever happen. I even let it run for over a day at one point and came back to it and nope, just sitting there still. That's Ugh. the joy. The joy. Uh, but um, I, I'm doing a new PC at the moment because you remember my um, PowerPC Mac trial a few uh, months yeah. ago. So um, we talked about the time, actually, that I should do a PC. So I have a ThinkPad X40 running Windows XP that I will be using for work next week. I, get it oh, all, all I look forward to stuff, hearing so. about that. That'll be cool. I yeah. think it's going to be a little bit more painful than the Mac was, but maybe not. Well, Got to be honest not. with you, so far it's looking like it's going to be less painful. Really? Wow. <laughs> well, but, is, I mean, it is a PC-centric workplace, too, so that might help. Yeah. Might yeah. help a little bit. So with that, we're going to wrap up this episode, this painful episode of Tech Fan. That everything <laughs> seemed to go wrong. You know, every we were hoping to have Larry on. Uh, we didn't get Larry on. We were hoping to have just a normal conversation, and Skype went bonkers on us. And well, it didn't go bonkers. I mean, it worked for the way we've been using it, but we discovered a, a huge flaw with it. FaceTime worked, but not really. Uh, <laughs> the Google thing. That didn't work hardly at all. And the audio quality was by far worse than FaceTime or Skype. So we want to encourage you guys. Is there something out there that we're missing? Maybe there's an obscure piece of software that's on the verge of taking the world by storm to do group audio chats. I don't care about video. I want audio chats. Because half the time David's at home and we can't really do video at all because his internet connection is basically like a third world. Um, <laughs> and so just a simple interface group audio chat is that too much to ask I, I, I think it probably is at this point it's, it's too much to ask from the tech companies out there so if you guys have any suggestions we are all ears of course you can find show notes and any links David said he's going to send me a link uh on this episode at MyMac.com and TechFanPodcast.com. Of course, look for show 287 and follow the links over to our sponsor, MacSales.com. But you can also leave a comment in the show notes. We will read them right here on the show. Or you can send us email. It's the show at TechFanPodcast.com. And with that, David, we're out of here for another week. See you next week.